bop by the big blue weenie. What? <laughs> Where did that come from? Just trying to think of a funny song to sing at the beginning. Is that a real I, song? I don't know. It could be. What the fuck? Maybe a cadence. I don't know. You're weird. I used to just get more mature with age, not nah. whatever that was. I'm slowly, slowly reverting uh, to childhood. Oh, look, as soon as you turned it on, the cats start fighting. Yep. I, like, so had a moment where I was like, I'm going to put Winston up, and I didn't, and now... Now we're going to regret that. <laughs> this is the life that I'm living. Welcome to the Nightmare Box, presenting Mistakes Were Made. My name's Brett Bloom. I'm sitting across from the beautiful, the effervescent, the giver of gifts, Kristen Pennington. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? The maker of brownies. The maker of brownies. Maker of Duke. Duke. No, we're doing lamb. Mm. Mm. Lamb. Technically, you're the maker of lamb. I just, <laughs> I just bought it. You have to. Mary had it. a little lamb. We're about to eat that little bitch. Not, not Mary. <laughs> no, I'm good. I uh, did next to nothing today. Yeah, me either. <laughs> woke up at like 11.15. I'm, I'm so goddamn After tired. spending some portion of the night on the floor that neither of us... Is Remember. exactly aware how yeah. long. <laughs> I, I got so drunk last night. Um, Brett's birthday. Today is Brett's birthday. <laughs> I speak in the third person. Um, got hammered. <laughs> yeah, you were smashed. Bottle of wine, bunch of beers, fucking <laughs> dancing to country music in the living room. You asked me to walk you to bed and you were like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Help me find the bed. <laughs> yeah. And then at some point last night, I rolled off the bed. I don't remember it. And then apparently I tried to sleep on my knees. Um, and Kristen helped me back yeah, up. Yeah, just leaning your face against the mattress. I thought you were like down there because you were going to puke. I was yeah. like, what are you doing? You're just... <laughs> no, I didn't feel nauseous. I didn't really wake up too terribly hungover. I slept for like 12 fucking hours. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I got loaded last night because my work schedule got all screwed up mess moved around so today's my only day off and i knew i couldn't have a big birthday blowout uh, my plan for today was day drink all day so i just got hammered last night and then technically still day and we're drinking <laughs> but, uh no don't have any show notes couldn't it's find fun. fucking anything to talk about so we're just kind of winging this one couldn't be bothered either to be honest <laughs> <laughs> where do you want to start love uh why are you putting it off on uh, me it's you my like birthday adding the pressure mm. on me um, I don't know. I got nothing. Kristen I... bought me these crazy posters. I think I had the other one, the last episode yeah, we did. did. She got me this um, No Country for Old Men poster, which is fucking sick. And then she um, goes, hey, I got another one. And <laughs> hit me with, she got me this beautifully made poster she found on Etsy. I really want to plug that store. Do you remember the name of it? Not offhand. Uh, it's this beautiful Chuck Palahniuk. Um, it's got the quote i don't want to screw it up so i'm gonna look at my poster all god does is watch us and kill us when we get boring it must never ever be boring <laughs> i like how big it is too it's about the same like height as our um van gogh piece that's behind me mm -hmm. so i like that it's kind of a a centerpiece 
work as well because the yeah. No Country one's a little bit smaller. I, I love both of them. I think they're fucking fantastic. And so that means that we've got the rest of this lease we got to run through and then we have to get an office because I need to hang these things up. Inspire the shit out Inspire of me. Inspire the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do like them though. That was kind of like the whole point of getting them was to have artwork for the office specifically. So... That was kind of my mindset that yeah. we would have. I also framed our diplomas finally. Goddamn right. A year and a half after we graduated college. Yep. We're going to put them right uh, when we walk in the front door because we're the only people that come in here. So it's not like a humble brag to the fucking maintenance man. Uh, they're bachelor degrees in arts. <laughs> just got to remind myself. You can but do yeah, it. The little ins- inspirational things. Uh, we've, t- we've had episodes where we've talked about that before. But you need to set like little reminders to yourself. Um, that you're not your day job, you know? Um, so I think that that'll be really cool to have those there and be like so defeated by the end of the shift and then come home and be like, that's uh, yeah. right. I did something. <laughs> yeah. We've been saying too, we've got a poster for the dolls and happy birthday, both that we want to print those out mm-hmm. and frame those probably wait and do that till after we have an office space. Yeah. Cause at this point we have more artwork <laughs> than walls, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think it'd be cool to kind of have. I'm, I'm not going to be winning any Oscars anytime soon, so just <laughs> hey, posters t- of my own work. Fucking talk to you. Talk, don't talk about yourself <laughs> like that. You might, you know? But no, that's it's good. That's why I want to do them, you know? It makes them real. It makes them concrete. They don't just exist on YouTube. Here's a cool poster for the thing we did, like a little self-reward. <laughs> well, it's still real on YouTube as well. <laughs> why, why are you bashing my movie on YouTube? I'm not. I'm saying that like you get the poster. And, okay, this is going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's your birthday, Baga. Yeah, we're we're literally just doing a, a drinking podcast. So uh, yeah, basically, we don't have anything. I did uh, get up this morning, at like eight thirty, I think. Yeah. And I like actually got out of bed for a little bit and like came in here to edit the short film that's supposed to be out already that we didn't shoot this weekend either. Because <laughs> um, uh, I woke up at 11 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you weren't doing it. It's okay. I fixed the dishwasher. You it wasn't did. completely worthless. No, and that's honestly the biggest thing I wanted to accomplish today. Like Happy I, birthday to me. <laughs> delicious. Oh, babe. Like, I do... Uh, like super want to get this movie done and get this movie out but uh yeah the dishwasher has been freaking me out for like a week now so yeah i'm glad that got done thanks for wasting your birthday cleaning the it's dishwasher okay. I, I woke up with the thrown out back and then i just made that worse oh babe now i gotta go back to work tomorrow <laughs> i said i would do it if you would tell me how don't make me feel bad i'm fucking with you but anyway so i got up for a little bit and um edited the first part of the like interview part mm-hmm. of uh, the next film, and uh, a little harder to put together than I thought it would be. Like really? I, I'll admit I've only done. I haven't uh, seen it yet. No, so you that, that, that no. was a genuine really. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I have only done one documentary esque thing that I actually shot um, myself before, and what then was that? it was a, a thing about. Uh, uh, like tabletop gaming. I was trying to think of the Oh, okay. Word. Like D&D and yes, stuff like that? stuff like that. It was a, like people that played the game and like made characters and mm-hmm. like made models and stuff like that. Um, it was for one of my school projects. It wasn't, it wasn't anything serious. But um, I did a, 
one about a lady that owned a bakery that was like pre-shot footage from edits. I remember when you did that one, yeah. Yeah, um, I did that one for my editing class, so I didn't actually shoot any of it. They just gave us the footage and I had mm -hmm. to edit it together. And I will be honest, I have probably, just because I've not done a lot of it, kind of discounted documentary work as being easier. Yeah. Um, because you don't have to shoot. Well, because you think documentaries, or, I mean, biographies are just documentaries. Shut and up. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like a huge chunk of a documentary is shooting someone just sitting in a space talking and yeah. then you add a lot of B-roll or if you've got... Um, like the historical ones we watch, if they have like footage from whatever mm -hmm. the event was, you know, you add that in. But a huge chunk of the documentary is just somebody sitting talking to a camera, and yeah. it's like, oh, that's easy. Just well, those interviews could, you know, they could have like fifteen hours of interview footage, true. and they've got to fit. You that know, is very true. That's why five I... minutes of it into a thing. That's why I abandoned that one about the old dude living off the land because it was literally, <laughs> I think, twenty-four hours worth of documentary footage. God, it was like damn. an insane amount, and like. I wanted to tackle that one because so I was like, it's the more interesting story. And then an hour into it, I was like, nope. That is not, not doing going that. down. No, because it was for a school project. Yeah, um, yeah it was about a guy that uh, uh, was pretty much illegally living off the he land. He was a hermit in the mountain. Yeah, right? and it wasn't yeah. land that he owned. He was just squatting mm -hmm. on land uh, owned by the government and living his life. It had like a whole cabin and everything. It wasn't like he was living in a tent. It was pretty yeah. crazy. Um, but it was hours upon hours upon hours of footage because this dude would just ramble mm -hmm. nonstop. he's got nobody to talk to up yeah. there. So the second <laughs> they throw a microphone in front of him, he's like, I'll tell you my life story. Yeah. And they had like some <laughs> cool footage of him like tending to the land because he like farmed his own land mm -hmm. and stuff, like grew his own food. So it was a really cool story. But it was just so much fucking footage for yeah. like a school well, project. I mean, I, I, I've never had to do that. I will never do that because that's not really my medium. But you... You know, you don't really think when you're watching one, when they do the cutaway shot to say the man is in the garden, what section of the audio do they click to put underneath that? Yeah. Which is a part of what we're trying to do with this, yeah. is have that authentic documentary thing. So, And there's 50 takes, because I'm not a good actor. So Kristen has to find the right interview well, footage, and then the right audio, and the right B-roll. Funny that, that you that would up. bring that up, because that's actually part of the problem I was having today. I, I guess. <laughs> You're spot on in your sleep. Um, <laughs> I don't so even you, have to be awake to be cool. <laughs> so yeah, I, uh, I abandoned the documentary while I was in school, because it was like a, like I said, it was edit stock footage that I just had yeah. to edit together for a school project, and I did one about a lady that owned a bakery and said, much easier to edit mm -hmm. together. And those are the only two times I've really like done a documentary type thing. So I I feel like for the most part, I have discounted it as being easier work because it's yeah. like, oh, like you have the interview footage and then all you have to do is lay B-roll on top yeah. of it to emphasize the story. It's not that hard. Yeah. Cut and paste. Yeah, yeah, basically. And with, um, you know, narratives, it's like you've got to keep the tension and you know, cut away at the right time mm -hmm. and like make sure you don't lose people's interest, which is true of documentaries too. I'm not saying that you don't have to kind of keep track of uh, the story. Sorry, my headphones are bugging me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm not saying that's not true of documentaries. You do definitely have to keep the story entertaining. Otherwise, nobody's going to watch your documentary. But um, yeah, when I was editing... Yeah, don't make a documentary about boring shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I was editing between the... We had two camera angles on ours and then B-roll footage that I'm going to add in. <laughs> we got off to a rough start. I was yeah. not going to be over. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking taking her headphones on and off, taking swipes in her beard. 
You're the biggest lightweight. You have like the neck of the bottle and you're like, I'll go fight the fucking cop. I think it's throwing me off that I don't have any notes. So I'm like, fuck, what am I going to talk about? Have a conversation with me. We're getting married for fuck's sake. It shouldn't be that difficult. I am having a conversation with you. Um, But okay, so we had two different camera angles and then um, B-roll that we're throwing in with it. And the mic was positioned a bit differently between each take, so which I can fix that, yeah. I guess, with um, adding like a room tone underneath it. And then there's probably going to be music and stuff too, so I can kind of blend it out. But like when you're just doing the rough edit, it's really irritating to like mm-hmm. watch that stuff or listen to that stuff. Like when I was editing between the two different camera angles, like the background of one kind of sounds like. And then you go to the other one, and it's not there. Yeah. Like, all you can hear is just the two of us talking. I'm like, That's interesting. Like, That's fucking irritating. <laughs> uh, I think, I don't know if it's just because it was closer to you on the other one, because it was... Or if the AC had cut in or cut maybe, out. Maybe, yeah. I'm not sure what it was. And it's not, it's not like, very overt. It's just kind of a subtle background yeah. noise, and I'm just like, that's really irritating. But it's enough to be distracting. Yeah, so when it's going between the two takes, like, you can just hear the... And then it just <laughs> suddenly drops out. Like, ah, I'm going to have to fix that later. <laughs> and then there's a... Uh, uh, a B-roll that I didn't record audio for, and I, I should probably be better about recording the audio on B-roll. I'm kind of notoriously bad about, no, nah, it's okay, all I'm yeah. shooting is just the picture. But there's a B-roll of you, like, flipping a sheet of paper, and because the audio on it's so bad quality, I can't use it. Mm-hmm. So when I put it on top of um, the voiceover of you talking, there's no sound to go with the paper movement. Oh. So you automatically even though that's not the important part you're listening to the person talking you automatically kind of disconnect the scene as not being what matches the audio because mm-hmm. you should hear the crinkle of the paper so i'm like fuck now i gotta go either record my own paper crinkling or i gotta go pull some sound files off the internet of paper crinkling and gotta fix do those that. farley effects yeah <laughs> farley effects <laughs> Yeah, so I'm, I was, like, kicking myself over that this morning. I was like, shit, why didn't I just record audio when we were doing that? Like, I don't know why I did that to myself. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, now i got to go back and add the sound You know effects. why you didn't do it? Because I'm not an actor. It took us three <laughs> hours to do something I thought was going to take 45 minutes, and I was frustrated. So I was probably flustering you on that day I'm as also well. not a sound person, so yeah. that's not normally where my head's at <laughs> when we're filming. I'm thinking about the way the shot looks. I'm like, oh, I'll fix it later. Yeah, it's the right. audio recorder gets left on for 10 minutes at a time. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I really need to get a because I wasn't like a remote for it. No, not even that. I need to get a boom pole because I wasn't in mm-hmm. any of these shots, and like the quality of the audio would have just sounded better if the mic had been like right over closer the top. to your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's it's down. Could we use this as a mic? Like, if we had a boom pole, I, I mean, I can attach my mic to a pole. Like, I just don't have yeah. a pole. So my mic would actually go on a pole I was just well. thinking about what a boom looked like. And I was like, I wonder if we could just use our Yeti and <laughs> dangle it over the top of my head um, on this arm. I probably wouldn't use this, no, because mine's, um, which the Yeti can be made a little more directional. Like Brett mm-hmm. and I, since we're sitting on either side of it, have it as a bi-directional and you can do it like a cardioid instead. Mm-hmm. But uh, my recorder uh, records basically just like straight. Left and right. Yeah, it doesn't pick up any of the side noise or the back noise or anything. It's a cool looking little thing. It's got the little... (laughs) They they almost look kind of like antennas, but they're microphones, if that makes sense. They sit on the top and they they cross. So it's a diagonal, so it gets a... 
I think it's called an XY pattern or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. But I don't know. <laughs> You're like, sure, whatever I, you say. I don't even know what that thing's called. <laughs> it's a Zoom H5. I, I knew it was a Zoom because all these people have been using Zoom on their shows that I've been listening to. And uh, I, I Googled it to see what Zoom was, and it just kept pulling up those audio recorders. So I still don't know what Zoom is, like how you have a Zoom meeting. I think Zoom is kind of like Skype, like the Zoom that people are using for... Um, like the whole COVID crisis yeah. to still do stuff. In my this. head, I was sitting there thinking, Louis J. Gomez is out there somewhere right now with one of those things that we record films <laughs> no, with, screaming it, into that. I think it's a similar <laughs> program to Skype. You can do video conference calls because yeah. the conference calls we've been doing at work have been using Zoom, and it's I think it's very similar to Skype. Yeah. That's how dumb I am and how little I know about this audio recording. <laughs> I thought people were doing their podcasts on them. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a conference. And I was uh, like, that's small and looks awkward to yell at. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a, a program, like kind of like Skype, where you can do conference calls and stuff. <laughs> It'd probably sound better, though, if they were using yeah. an audio recorder instead <laughs> of uh, conference calls. So we got to get a boom mic? How much? Yeah, don't. no, we don't need to talk about the no. money. Um, no, I just feel like it would have made my life a little bit easier, because... Uh, trying to line all that up with those audio inconsistencies. Yeah, and the audio of you talking wasn't quite as crisp as I would have really liked because the microphone was sitting kind of down yeah. more near your lap. Um, and if it had been on a boom pull up near your mouth, it would have sounded better. But I'm forgiving it because it is supposed to be kind of like a rough little documentary type mm -hmm. film. And like the it end... It gets interrupted. <laughs> yeah, the end totally gets interrupted on purpose. Like that's part of the story. So, um, yeah, I'm... I'm Allowing myself grace with that one, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, ah, oh, things to keep in mind for later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, it's been Learning a... things. Mistakes were made, but we know in the future that we need to figure out the microphone yeah. a little bit. I need an audio person is what I need. I need a third body. I need to train Jacks <laughs> to sit still and strap a pack to him with a pole. Get a, get a harness. <laughs> yeah. We could probably figure out how to do that. Just... <laughs> you would not sit still. <laughs> Can that be a part of our painting? <laughs> he's got cute. the bowl on the head and he's got a boom mic sticking out <laughs> of his chest. That would be kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he would hate it though. He would not. He would not cooperate. <laughs> mm. It would just be a bunch of bumps and stuff. Jack's moving around, sighing, well, flopping a around. A lot of our outtakes are Jack's just running into the room and jumping onto the couch. I'm like, fucker, you're not in the shot. Get out of here. I think we closed him in the bedroom last time, didn't At we? At one Cause, point, yeah, because yeah. he kept jumping up while we were trying to do the thing. No, for this one. Yeah, but at the beginning, I think he jumped up a few times. Might have been before we started recording, but... Yeah. But the footage doesn't look bad, so there's that. That's it's just good. The audio I mean, is you've little... got lots of uh, uh, lots of options, lots <laughs> of takes to pick from. <laughs> yeah. Audio is just a little rough. <laughs> The B-roll looks pretty. <laughs> That's good. I, I can't wait to see it. I'm very excited about it, but we need to finish shooting it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they keep taking away my time. That's You're, my sister. I was going to say, it's probably going to be doing that the whole podcast because it's your birthday. It's my birthday. I'm People getting little dings through my headphones, even though my sister knows I'm doing a show. They kill, she doesn't know you're doing it right this She second. doesn't know, but she should. Oh, uh, she's <laughs> That is kind of funny, though. You got enough uh, messages that your phone died. <laughs> yeah. Killed my phone in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. uh, I got it plugged up. and I uh, got it plugged up. Yeah, you got it plugged <laughs> up. And then uh, it turned on. It had 5% left in it. 
and then it started receiving all the shit that I oh, missed. Oh, this morning? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I lost all the shit that I'd missed, uh, and it went from 5 to 3% with the charger in it. It was like, <laughs> we can't keep up with this much affection. So I love you guys. <laughs> I plugged it up last night. I'm assuming when you fell out of the bed, it came unplugged. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh... But I don't have anything, you know, like... I, I, I'll tell you what I did learn. We talked about it a little bit last night. Is at work, um, as I've as I've said on here before, I work at the shelter, like cleaning dog kennels and shit like that. Um, but I got a hold of our procedural manuals, mm-hmm. um, so I kind of wanted to go through it because I'm technically a temp, but I've been a temp for almost a year, so we'll 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 figure it out. Um, Got a hold of our procedural manuals, and I've been trying to get the edits done on them. I want to be able to fix them so that, you know, we're bulletproof, you know, over there. Um, So you can bring somebody in. They can read that manual. They know how to do their job. You have minimal training. It's it's a little, like, autistic tick of mine. (laughs) It needs to work. Um, So because of all the COVID stuff... uh, which I'm sure is over, you know, as I keep saying. By the we time are phasing opening up, again, oh, so... We're all going to die. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we haven't had people in the building, so I don't have as much to do, and it's a 10-hour shift. So around 1 o'clock most days, I run out of things to do for a few hours until I start doing my afternoon stuff. So I've been using that time to work on this procedural manual. Boring. Boring, boring shit, I assure you. And me talking about it's probably... an employee handbook. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. Um, Like what to do in the event of a fire. What do you do if you have a problem with management? (laughs) What are our procedures for answering the phone? Shit like that mundane. And uh, I worked on that for probably five hours yesterday. Like out of a 10-hour shift. Just sitting behind the computer, tippity-typing away. Didn't even get halfway through it because it's almost 10 years old we don't do a lot of the stuff that's in there so i'm kind of updating it as i'm editing it and uh, oh excuse me and i've never had a better day at work <laughs> which tells me that i just need to get a job doing literally anything behind the keyboard <laughs> like hours were flying by and i, I wasn't mundane doing shit. mundane <laughs> shit things i don't even enjoy you know, but like 15 minutes when you're doing something that you really don't enjoy, that isn't inside your skill set, feels like an hour. And an hour doing something that, you know, you're not enjoying, but you like the medium, uh, feels like 15 minutes. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I don't so, know where I was going with that. <laughs> so, if you can't afford to do just your art for a living and you have to have a day job. Try to find it close. Yeah, it was like if you're a painter and you love painting, like you like fucking with paints, paint houses. You know, like it's not as fun as sitting behind the canvas or you know doing street work up, you know, doing a mural for somebody or whatever. But you know, you can get paid to still be with paint. You know, I think that's something we've talked about before too. Where I guess my uh, viewpoint on the matter is is um, if you have to have a day job, then it's better to have one. In a field where you're at least to some extent getting to practice the thing that you want to do. Yeah. So. Like if I was doing copy editing, it's not the same as writing, you know. It, but I'll be a better editor in yeah. my writing process because of it. Skill set in the toolbox that you need already yeah. anyway. So, yeah, I uh, I probably need to be better about that myself. Like actually working on 
other work besides just the work that we do because I do feel like the more I do like the more I'm like oh like I'm slowly figuring this out yeah. so my After Effects book still hasn't come yet though so I'm still <laughs> still clueless on that <laughs> you know I, I think that's important me being clueless after, yeah <laughs> makes it easier to date you <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Sir. Oh, 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 my fonts. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever feel weird saying that? Yeah, because I keep forgetting. I'm like, you oh shit! For- you keep forgetting that I'm engaged. Aww. Yeah, I, I, I don't not- feel like. No, you don't feel engaged. That's sad. <laughs> Gentlemen, that's how you shoot yourself in the foot for live entertainment. And this has been a skit that I've brought you on the Mistakes Were Made podcast. None of that was serious. Those were all jokes. Oh, boy. No, it's okay. I still call you my boyfriend a lot of the time. I, I, I do it all the time. Then I have to pause. Well, I think it's because it was such a a spontaneous decision. Like it's fun. We knew what we were doing. No, but I mean, like the buying the rings was like yeah. a let's just buy them today. <laughs> so I still do that a lot. I still yeah. call you my boyfriend. And then I'm like, shut. That's not what I meant. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I'll forgive you that. Well, thank you. I, I, the look she just gave me. I was like, this is gonna be a fight the second we get off this you fucking know. microphone. I've ruined my birthday. I don't know how. I, a beer and a half in. I've ruined my birthday. No, I still call you my boyfriend a lot. You literally corrected yourself last night and you go, my girlfriend, my wife, and then immediately after you did it, I went, my boyfriend. <laughs> We're cute. We're adorable. If you're out there and your heart's not oozing out of your belly button, you're fucking wrong. <sighs> Fuck. Should have had show notes. Yeah, well, shit happens. <laughs> I was like, this will go smoothly. And I was super into listening to you talk about, you know, the audio stuff. Because, like, I am I like learning about the things you like. And I was like, what do I bring to the table? And I was like, oh, I didn't have time to edit my novel because I was editing a fucking procedural manual. <laughs> so let me try to make that sound interesting. <laughs> well, I mean, it <laughs> but it felt good because like, I, I, I had to bring my computer because I use Scrivener when I do almost anything um, fiction writing wise you know i fade in for my screenwriting type stuff and word if i'm want to hate myself um is it really that big of a difference the things that they do yeah scrivener helps a lot as far as organizing which is a lot of what i'm gonna have to do right now because i've got the manual and then i've got like 40 pages of additional material that needs to find its way in and so once i type the manual out adding the supplemental stuff it's all lined up you know page by page on the left hand side so I, I just click over to the section I need and I can put in whatever I need or if I need to kill a sentence from here and move it you know 15 pages mm-hmm. back I just drag that sentence and it opens itself up and I put it right it it, it matters if you're serious you know <laughs> like if you're serious and kind of picky you know yeah. about finishing big projects and it's not a subscription based program either you buy it once and you own it so yeah that's and it's nice. expensive so but i mean yeah you buy it once and you own it where yeah, it does the... a lot of shit one of my favorite things that it does is it blocks out the rest of your computer so you go in there and there's a button you can press and your sidebars go black and it's just a big white scrolling you know singular piece of paper so there's absolutely no distractions on the screen it won't alert you about things that it's normally gonna, you know, ding, ding, you like about. Like during the podcast. Yeah. 
like it's not going to alert you of all that stuff, so it helps you kind of key in to what you're doing if you're a crazy person like I am. <laughs> I don't have a problem going on social media, but I've got a news app on my computer, and I will sit there and read the fuck out of it. Bounce through Wikipedia <laughs> yeah. articles. It's like I'm supposed to be writing a short story. Fuck that. I'm going to learn everything there is to learn about Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> I do like, though, um, even if it is kind of pricier, I do like that it's a thing that you can just buy and that's it. You own it and, like, fade in. Yeah, it was a graduation present from my little brother. So thank you, Ben. (laughs) Like, fade in the screenwriting software that we use (laughs) is the same. Like, and fade in is not terribly expensive, to be honest, but it's a you buy once and you own it, and that's forever been my contention with Adobe, like... Adobe used to be. Is that what you use for your film editing? Uh, yeah, Adobe's the company, so it's different programs. Like Premiere Pro is my video program. Mm-hmm. Photoshop is for photos. It's like a suite. A, yeah, it's yeah. it's literally called the Creative, or yeah, the, well, it's the Creative Cloud now. It used to be like the Adobe Suite or something like that. But um, it used to be like probably seven, eight ish years ago it used Mm -hmm. to be you could buy the individual program so if you wanted to buy premiere you could buy premiere if you wanted to buy photoshop you could buy photoshop powerpoint comes from uh no that's microsoft that's the microsoft group yeah i think that's part of the word yeah because you used to be able to do that i I think you might be able to still yeah i think but there for a minute like if you wanted to buy word you had to buy office yeah the whole thing yeah. It's um, like I've never, I've, since the sixth grade, I've not needed PowerPoint. <laughs> I, think I used it a little bit in college, but yeah, it's not really a program. I think if you're not in school, that most yeah. people, or if, or if you got like an office job, yeah. it comes in handy, but I'm not setting up business meetings and cleaning dog shit. I use it for, <laughs> I think if I'm not mistaken, I used it for when we did our show Bibles. I yeah. think I used PowerPoint, maybe. It's been a while since we've done one of those. But, uh, yeah, anyway, so Adobe used to be where you could buy the programs, and they weren't cheap, but, I mean, they weren't, like, outrageous either, because you could buy just the one program that you wanted, and, like, you don't have to use the entire Creative Cloud. I feel like if I'm going to pay a monthly subscription fee, I want to have access to the entire Creative Cloud, Mm -hmm. so I have the entire Creative Cloud. I think they have it where you can, like, get, like, just two or three of the programs, and it's a little bit cheaper, but... I use a couple of the programs, so I want the whole cloud, and like it irritates me to no end that it's a monthly subscription service because it's like over my lifetime yeah, I'm sucks. dumping thousands of dollars yeah. into this program. If I was paying Microsoft, you know, fifteen dollars yeah. a month for Word, I'd flip out. Be and like, where it's... don't you have enough money, you cunt? <laughs> every think... computer needs your program. Sell it once to every computer. Yeah, and like I currently still have a student discount on it, so like I'm not paying that much. But I think it's if you want the entire cloud, like. 50 something bucks a month so like easily within a couple of years you're spending way more money on it than what the program itself is actually worth and like that's just frustrating because it's like i well you need to get your money's worth out of it i think i think you'll feel a lot better you know once we're pulling an income from the film and i guess like the plus side to having the subscription base too is every time there's an update to the program you get the update for free so i'm not having to then buy the next version of the software once they decide to update it but fade in Let's you update to the latest for free as well. Yeah, and we bought it in college, <laughs> yeah. which means it was a lot cheaper. <laughs> yeah, and every time there's a software update, they're like, hey, you should probably update your software. And I'm like, cool, thanks, Faden. Yep. So, I don't know. I have a love-hate relationship with it, and I have 
considered a few times switching to DaVinci Resolve for my editing just because DaVinci is a program that you can buy and just be done. Is that as good? I don't personally like it for film editing. It <laughs> is a film like professional level standard for color grading. It's a fantastic <laughs> program for color correcting films. Um, I just don't like the way they have it set up for actually editing the film together. Yeah, itself. like the one you use has got, you know, kind of like if you go on GarageBand and you open up a bunch of instruments, like that's how yours kind of It's looks. a much more organized program, yeah. I feel like. And, and you um, can just jump to individual sections. This is audio one, audio two, audio yeah. three, visual one, visual two, yeah. visual three. And like you can, I, I feel like it's easier to sort it and maintain it and manage it and it not look cluttered and... I've never really messed with Resolve as an editing program too much, to be fair. I, I've just kind of tinkered with yeah. it at best, but it felt very cluttered to me, and I didn't like editing You were over it. here talking shit earlier, like, does Scrivener really make that big of a difference? No. And then you're like, no, one's no, good for color grading. I wasn't talking shit. I was curious if it was really, because I've never used Scrivener. I've yeah. literally never touched Scrivener, so I was just curious, because you've, like, since you've gotten it, like, you... It's seem religious. to hate Word. I have always hated Word. <laughs> and I'm just curious if it really does make that big of a difference. My problem with Word is that it's... Con- like it, it. You can have different save files. If you're going to use Word, that's probably the move. Chapter mm-hmm. 1, different file. Chapter 2, different file. Chapter and 3. So and then you've got to click through everything yeah. to find it. Scrivener does all that on the left side of the thing. So it's exactly what you're talking about with DaVinci. It's just a lot less cluttered. I can break it up into what would, you know, quote-unquote files on the left-hand side. And then when you hit compile, it show, you know shoves all that shit together to look like a Word document. It's not as handy for editing. Like, it, it's a little glitchy if you try to do certain things, I've found. Like, it doesn't remember what you were doing in different sections like if for example um i need 24 font on the header with you know bold and an underline and then i break down a few lines and i you know click over and i change all that back out so now i'm in 14 no bold no underline just standard um but i need to go back a section and come back to that before i started typing when you come back it's going to be 24 bold underlined it's got weird glitches like that you have to look out for but it it, it it's a fantastic pro- program outside of like those typing things i think that is one of those things i feel like though that kind of proves if you take yourself seriously it's worth investing like yeah. i know Scrivener does so much shit that I don't know about. It's such a massive program. There's a manual they make you read before you can use it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like I, I know our motto, I guess, is like low budget. Try not to spend money. See what you can pull off. And like I feel like certain programs are kind of a testament to if you take yourself seriously, there are certain things you probably should be investing in. Yeah. Um, I would never in a million years edit on the editing programs that I used when I was a teenager. Like those were just like, Oh, I'm tinking around. I'm playing. I'm like, it's like having, it's like me editing a picture on my cell phone with just the edits that are on my cell phone. That's all I need. (laughs) But you need Yeah, You've got like 15 apps that do different shit. I do have a lot of photo editing apps. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, you need that in your professional life. Like, mm-hmm. Word's great. And there are free things that are like Word. I can't remember the name of it. Is it Libra? It's something like that. I have it, no idea. I always used Word. Because yeah, a lot of the time a, when you buy a computer, they'll give you 
like the word program for like super cheap. Yeah. But there's one that you can get um, that's online that's free to download. And uh, it, it, it basically does everything the word does, you know, outside of it's not as good at the spell check side of things. It's not, you know, as fluid. Um, but it is technically, I mean, I'm, fuck me. I've got two, three typewriters. Like, <laughs> you know, like I'm not a, a snob for the technology. The important part is, you know, you at first start learning how to do it on a yeah. pen with a, you know, piece of paper and your pen. Do all that noise. But when it comes time to put it into your computer, you don't want to be sitting there with just your iPhone in your hand using your... You know, yeah, you know. I think when I first started editing, it may have been called like Movie Maker or something like that. I can't mm-hmm. remember. There was like a free program you could download. That was what I started on. And came on the Mac, I think. I think it's iMovie on the Mac, but there's a very similar program for PCs because I didn't own a Mac until college. Yeah. Um, I always had PCs, uh, and I think it was called Movie Maker or something like that, and it was free. God-awful program, but honestly, if you're just trying to learn and you're, you know, just getting started, it's, you know, definitely a place to start. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, even whenever we were in our screenwriting class, like Celtics or whatever was yeah, like the yeah, first yeah. program, and it's like, I wouldn't go back to that now. Fade in so all. much better. <laughs> Fade in is the Scrivener of the screenwriting stuff so far, you know, as far as I know. Um, I'm not a professional screenwriter, I guess. So I, there might be something better out there. I think there is a more expensive program. Faden's better for screenwriting than Scrivener is. Because you go over there and it's a mess. Faden, you can just hit like eight and, you know, it'll drop you into character or parenthetical or... (laughs) I do do like that. Offsets that. Like you can like look at what your characters are and stuff like that. I like that it has that feature. Um... Yeah, I, th- I think there is a more expensive program, but I feel like Faden's like plenty good enough. Oh, like it's perfect. And it's only, I think, like 60 bucks. It's pretty cheap considering mm-hmm. all that it does. So if you're trying to be more serious, Faden's probably what I would recommend. <laughs> no, it's hilarious. This is the birthday episode. We're talking about computer software. I don't know fuck all about computers. You know Faden and Scrivener. I know Faden and Scrivener. You know, I, I've never needed that. Uh, I, I don't even know the name of it. Excel. Oh. It's like the green one. It's what I was gonna. I was like, I don't even know what the green one. I does. have used that. That's what I've I did used our... it once. My mom hooked me up when I when I wrote the Madman Diaries and I published it. I was trying to keep up with sales for tax season, which I don't believe in. Um, <laughs> mom was like, Yeah, in this you know level, you put all the people that are buying it. You put them by the name, the amount of money that you received from them, and it'll all go over here. My mom is like an accountant type person. Like she does credit cards and shit like that for the Discovery Channel. She's very good. Um, I have an eighth grader's understanding of algebra. I have no fucking idea what is going on. So mom explains this whole thing to me when she came over from England. And then she went back to England and I could not for the life of me <laughs> figure out what Excel is. <laughs> I, think I, I think I used Excel for our call sheets. So I, I do use it a little bit, but it's not my favorite program. It is, yeah. it is. It's like, I'm not good at math. It does math and I don't know how to use it. <laughs> well, I think that, the thing that bugs me about Excel is like when you open it up, it looks so plain. Like there's no instructions. It looks like graph paper. Yeah. Look. Yeah. It literally just looks like a sheet of graph paper and there's not really any instructions and it's actually a very complex program like it'll do a lot of stuff but there's no explanation nobody's yeah there's not even like what whatever happened to the little 
paperclip dude. <laughs> that was word. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he not still on Excel? Like, listen, I know. We've got autocorrect. You don't need me over there anymore. But look, I put on some glasses. Here's my tie. Here's how we get through fucking Excel. I need an <laughs> IT. I need to hire a person in IT to teach me how to fucking make a graph. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Never needed that shit. Just need an accountant to keep up with your cells. I, t- I need an assistant just to get me through my day-to-day life. Like, it's not even like I've got a lot of shit going on. I just get very distracted. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. I feel like that's been me. <laughs> I walked in yesterday and I was going to make steaks. Steaks were delicious. Steak for breakfast this morning because we could only make it through half of our steaks each. Also a solid fucking idea. Hangover cure number one. Have leftover ribeye in the fridge and eggs. (laughs) I just walked into the house before I could do any of that. I came in from work, put my stuff down and uh, seasoned the steaks and all of that. Kristen goes, is there anything you need me to do? And I was like, can you clean up the dishes? It was, no, it wasn't yesterday. Was that the day? No, yesterday the yeah. whole apartment was sparkling. Yeah, I'm trying to... Never mind. Take back that whole story and move it back a couple of days because I just had that memory in my head. But, I was like, are you kidding me? I had this place spotless. No, when I came in and it looked like a bomb had gone off because neither one of us had gotten to the stove dishes from no, the day the before pro- yet. the problem was I had done a whole load of dishes already. We just had so many dirty ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cook like a motherfucker, okay? <laughs> when I make something, it takes everything in the kitchen to make it. And I haven't figured out that part yet. I'm only 29. Happy birthday to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just walked in and I was like, can you... Can you fix this <laughs> and then i did it again today <laughs> destroyed the kitchen once again today so yeah thank you for being my personal assistant yeah. slash wife because i I'm, I'm clueless without you i need you baby <laughs> don't go anywhere you're welcome <laughs> it's like the one secretary in the world where i'm still allowed to smack her on the ass when i pass in the hallway <laughs> well you're welcome Sorry, I, I put you to work today on your birthday. It's okay. It's what I'm good at. <laughs> but um, backpedaling a little bit, though. Oh, please, because I have no more secretary rape jokes. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, backpedaling to what you were talking about earlier um, with the procedural for work. Like, I, I do feel like, because I think that was something we kind of initially when we first launched the production company but it heads about like i was like i gotta find a day job and i gotta find someone yeah. that i can work for in my field that takes me seriously and you were like fuck that we don't need bosses <laughs> hence the nightmare box <laughs> <laughs> and um I, I feel like the fact that you worked on a super 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 boring thing at work and you were like oh my day flew by is kind of a testament to me anyway that uh was born to do this shit. No, I, I feel like... Pat's cell phone back until arm disconnects. It's my birthday. Fuck you, people. <laughs> no, I feel like most people aren't fortunate enough to have a ton of money just set aside or fortunate enough at the very beginning of... Yeah, we're most people. We're <laughs> broke as fuck. <laughs> or aren't fortunate enough at the beginning of their business venture or whatever it is to automatically be able to quit their day job and just, you know, plow headlong into whatever it is that they actually want to do. And I think um, 
it can be kind of easy to toss whatever your dream is aside and kind of focus on your career if your career's pulling in more money and your dreams, you know, you're too tired to work on your dreams because yeah. you're working all day long at the factory or whatever you're doing. Then you and, uh, just record a podcast without show notes. <laughs> like, I feel like it's easy to kind of toss your dream aside because it's like, oh, I got to be an adult. I got to be responsible. I got to earn money. And like, you can do the more boring day job that's related to your job. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be super easy to find that job. I've been looking for oh, editing yeah, jobs <laughs> and I haven't found any yet. I'm putting in for like copy editing positions <laughs> in different countries. I'm like, I don't speak German, but I got to get my foot in the door. <laughs> were you and I, were you there for that? I feel like you were. The, no, the joke about the translator who... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was that a podcast we were listening to? It was to Dave was Smith's uh, yeah. comedy yeah. special, Never so, Toss. So there yeah. you go. You just need uh, <laughs> that one job to get you in, even if you have no yeah. clue what you're doing. The premise is that oh, it, it's an old scandal now, but I believe it was when Obama was in office. Uh, Obama went to speak at Nelson Mandela's funeral, mm-hmm. and the uh, sign language translator... I uh, didn't know sign language. No, I'm, not, I'm not advocating for that. <laughs> Go listen to the joke. Go buy Dave Smith's shit. He's awesome. I'm not advocating for that. But uh, no, I, I think it's um, it's easy to get disheartened when you have to keep the day job. I think my solution for that is definitely if you can find a day job that's similar-ish yeah. to what you actually want to do, there's at least still that. While you're working, you're kind of improving your skills. For Do you whatever. think you'd feel differently about it if we worked in, you know, quote unquote, a non a non essential type job? Like if you got fired from the bullshit job, like say the job, I hate to say they're bullshit jobs because I know for a fact some of my coworkers listen to the show. So, hey guys, um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's not writing, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that label. Um, if you were to have gotten fired instead of being allowed to continue to work, which, thank Christ, I'm allowed to continue to work. You know, I like taking care of the animals. I like not, you know, being locked in the house because I would have killed everybody here. Um, <laughs> but, no. but um, like, if you got fired, how do you think that that would have affected, you know, I'm trying to relate to our audience of probably broken artisty people out there who were working at McDonald's. Well, I mean, if I had gotten... Oh, McDonald's is still open. Just... It's essential as shit, right? <laughs> it's just the inside. Whoever would have thought that for once a Bachelor of the Arts is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> we all have essential jobs. <laughs> shit on us all the time they're like you're never gonna be anything to be like what now brokey i'm still essential yeah no um, how's that biology degree coming along you fucker <laughs> i gotta clean poop i mean i would have uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, definitely spent the free time um working on my stuff instead of tending to a our imaginary garden or whatever, you yeah. know, but, um, which is exactly what I would have been doing if I was not allowed to leave the apartment. I'd be like, don't step over there. It's just like in front of the speaker. Yeah. That's the imaginary garden. You can't, 
I'd be you, you, you'd come squash. in one day I would have gone to Home Depot or got a backhoe I would be sitting here <laughs> raking the carpet Don't stop. I am not that stable <laughs> Don't stop there you'll squash the squash um, no, I Don't mean, squish like, my squash. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I would have definitely have taken the free time to have worked on my stuff more, and that would have been nice, but I guess. Do you think but... you would have gone back to the job if it would have fired you? Well, yeah, because the only saving grace being unemployed would have been the unemployment. And if you don't take the job, you don't get the unemployment. Yeah. So I would have had to have gone back. But uh, I think... Um, I think what this has been for me, I guess, because neither of us did get laid off. Like, we both are still working for me. It's been more of a... Thank Christ. I'm <laughs> sorry if you guys aren't. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it probably would have been pretty detrimental to both of us if either of us had been laid off. Because, unfortunately, we do have bills to pay and the unemployment did not kick in right away for yeah. a lot of people. And that would have been a really rough time period to try to navigate. So I am glad that, uh, we both got to keep working, but I think for me, like what this has been, has been more of a, like a recognition that this job is not a permanent job. Mm -hmm. Like, um, like all the people that I work with that got laid off, it was like, oh yeah, living my best life, staying home, making more yeah. money, staying home. Then, you know, I make coming to work and like kind of recognizing like. Well, I realized that uh, my unemployment would have been fifty dollars less than what I make. And yeah. I'm like, I think I could, you know, yeah, there cut are fifty dollars out of what I spend. <laughs> there are legitimately people making more money on unemployment. I mean, that's not true for everyone, but there are legitimately people making more money on unemployment than yeah. they were at their job. So I think for me, it's been more of a... I make $666.89 every two weeks. Well, the 600... That's what my wage is. 666 the devil's number. <laughs> the $600 is the start to the unemployment. Yeah, no, most people are yeah. making... $1,200 a week. Well, not quite, not quite that high, but the unemployment... I think normally is two or three hundred dollars a week, and then the six hundred on top of that. So most people are 1800 making eighteen hundred in the time period that I would be making twelve hundred. Yeah, so most yeah. people are making probably roughly eight hundred bucks a week at least. Um, I should just I, more than I what, make. I'm just trying to find a way to get fired. I guess. <laughs> Do you think you know it'd be a funny way to get fired? Is if I just wrote the word "cunt" at random places no. throughout the procedural manual. Six hundred's only good through the end of. June or July. Anyway. It was a completely inappropriate place. You were derailing was, the whole sorry. point that I'm, I was trying I'm to. I'm drinking. It's my birthday podcast. <laughs> you, you asked me how I felt about it and then wouldn't okay. let me answer. Okay. Answer. <laughs> <laughs> you butt. Um, no, so I think on my end, this has been more of a like realizing that this job isn't permanent. Like a lot of the people that I know that got laid off, like, we're like living it up like yeah i'm making more money and then like some of them are kind of like you know also in that like can't wait to come back to work my job's my life boat and like i'm like i'm just here kind of busting ass in the meantime to get by yeah like this is not like i don't look forward to coming to work yeah we're not and... getting ahead <laughs> Do you like... yeah and like my, my company to be fair has been good to me like my company yeah. is taking care of me during all of this so i'm not you know, shitting on them by any means. But I, I think realizing it's like I am slaving away, not making any progress, just bringing home money every week. And it's like, I don't know, you kind of have that moment of like, do I want to be doing this next year? Do I want to be doing this five years from now? Am like, I just a worker bee? 
Yeah, yeah. and like kind of like everybody else staying home and they're like, yeah, I got so much gardening done or I got so much work on my house done. And I'm like, all this work I could have gotten done. And um, I've been considering houseplants. Houseplants? Like they're selling them at Walmart. I don't have room for houseplants. They got a patio. They got tomato plants. Okay, well, you have to take care of it. I don't even sure. eat tomatoes, but I'm like, they could have a tomato plant. You have to take care of it and make sure I it doesn't make die. make spaghetti sauce. <laughs> I'd be down for a garden when we have a house, but if you're putting a plant on the back porch, you're out there more, so you have to take care of it. You're going to be out there growing weed. <laughs> no. No. Six foot pot plant hanging off the oh back. Oh my god, you're impossible. I'm sorry, I'm drinking. Can't podcast with you. I'm trying to have a moment and you're just demolishing. You're squashing my squash. <laughs> I don't want to squish your squash. <laughs> <laughs> Take a bite out of that peach, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, I think it's made me realize that it's temporary. Like this whole situation, like we have because we've both been working kind of had a chance to kind of get caught back up and get a little bit ahead. So yeah. it's been like, oh, like this is just all of my future plans slowly coming to fruition mm-hmm. instead of like, oh, like I'm really happy at my job. I'm just like, oh, like I got plans and they're slowly coming into motion. Yeah. People are like, you could die at any moment. It's like, yeah, I figured that out before this. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually kind of, I'm kind of glad I didn't get let go of. I mean, it, it might've been nice. Oh, to I'm definitely it. glad that, yeah. We're still making paychecks. I didn't want to make it out. Like, I was like, fuck, man. I wish we could have got fired. That would have sucked. <laughs> I mean, we would have been making unemployment. We would have been making money, but... Just for the people that are out there that did get, like, laid off for the time period, you know? Like, I... If you hated your job, I hope you don't go back. Like, I hope you find something closer to your field. Everybody's got fired. Everybody's fucking credits all fucked up. Like, the economy's jacked as shit. Like, if you don't... If you've been working from home, keep working from home. If they won't let you do that after you've proven that you can do that, fuck them. (laughs) I can't do that because I clean up dog shit. So remember whose advice you're taking. (laughs) And I think, too, like, um, there was, like, a brief period when all this first started and they were talking about laying employees off where I work, which a lot of people did get um, temporarily laid off. Like, they were all job attached. They're all, like, coming back. But, uh, like... They were very vague on the details, so I didn't know if that meant I was getting fired, fired, or what that meant. So, uh, I was, like, panicking, like, looking for other jobs. And, of course, in the middle of a pandemic where everything's closing, nobody's hiring anymore. (laughs) So, I had that kind of moment of, like, I could have been doing this this whole time. Like, I could have been looking for other jobs. And it was, like, I waited until, like, the security was potentially going to be stripped away to be doing it. So, that was kind of an eye-opener for me where it was, like... Just because I have a job that's a stable job and it pays good money doesn't mean I can't go look for other stable jobs that make me happier. So that was kind of like, oh, like when everything settles back down, like I should have been looking and Mm -hmm. I should be looking. That's a bastard for writers right now. It's like if you thought it was hard to get hired on Upwork before the shutdown... I don't even bother. I just, I'm like, I'll let my account die for all I care. Like, it's going to take me a year to get hired on there. Oh, yeah, again. nobody's got <laughs> spare money to spend is the problem. Well, the for... companies still need stuff from the writers. Mm-hmm. You know, like they still need people to do, you know, online website shit. Or they've it got a master's thesis that they're too lazy to write. And you've got to <laughs> do that for them. <laughs> they've... Uh, the demand is still there, but 
there's so many people that are just home right now, you know, writers like myself who were working non-essential positions. Because who needs us? <laughs> so, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I, yeah, the freelance market's fucked. I don't, yeah. even, don't even know where to start. I'm a pre-COVID freelancer. The well, problem with <laughs> video and film and photography and stuff is you can't do that in isolation. So yeah. that those careers have currently taken a hard hard hit like there's a a lot of people that i know that even just do photography that haven't been able to work because of all of this yeah. i'm like that sucks so i i did get you a new location we can talk about it oh, off air boy i don't know that <laughs> i'll consider it's safe it. it's safe you don't know that not the no there's a ghost house here in town and i found it on the montana film website i can't remember the name of right now but uh we're not using the ghost house i'm not talking about the ghost no. house uh we're gonna use the ghost house one day i just need i, the, I just feel like the problem there's a is solid I'm, chance there probably is a junkie in some corner of that ghost house that's gonna murder sure me. but i've got a 12 gauge so i'll murder him first <laughs> I just or, need to get permission and go into the, the house. Or the floorboard is so like. Oh, it's fucked up on I'm the inside. I've through. seen pictures. <laughs> I, would, I would need to get a tetanus shot before I would go into that building. And uh, that, hence, why it would be the perfect place to shoot a horror film, my love. Yeah, I feel like if you go to the second floor, you're gonna fall through the floor. Oh, definitely! Don't go up there. <laughs> that place is so dilapidated. <laughs> I'm in love with it. There's this house that's in town that has been abandoned for, from what I can discover, maybe the past 30 years. And some teenager spray painted on the front of it, keep out ghosts. And I want to go in. And there's a side door. You to buy it and live in it. I, I still like, want to no. buy it and live in it because it's only like $50,000. Yeah, it's in the shittiest location too. Like it's right up against the road. Like why would you want that? It's right up against the road in the middle of nowhere in Montana. <laughs> I'll buy it, sell it to some college kid who wants to live in the ghost house. I'll buy it and fucking tour it as a roadside attraction. Mm. I don't care. So this, this is why you really need an assistant. You need somebody to curtail your less, uh, you less do, genius You do ideas. more of that than like assisting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need the opposite of an assistant. I need, a, I need a demoralizer. <laughs> somebody to stand next this to me and just idea. be like, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> That's going to cost so much money and it's not going to work. <laughs> you told me I couldn't have a thousand dollar You told camera. me I couldn't blow up a car. You told me I couldn't have a thousand dollar camera yeah. and you want to buy a crusty old house. Yeah. You told me I couldn't blow up a car. I could blow up a car for fucking $1,000. I, I said you couldn't blow up a car without like going through the proper like channels. I, I told you, wanted... you I would go through the proper channels. <laughs> the proper channels, because they work for us, the uh, don't cost any money. I just mm -hmm. call the ATF. I'm like, hey, I'm buying $500 worth of Pyrite <sighs> and a $500 Honda Civic, and I want to blow up the Pyrite for a shot for a short film. How do I do that legally? <laughs> you were like, no, we'll just go do it. I was like, no, we're not going to just go do we're it. We're going to go do it in the middle of nowhere on property with friends? No. No. You're unbelievable. <laughs> I let you chainsaw down a door. Yeah, so, like, let me blow up a car. No. It's my birthday. <laughs> Not without the proper I'll shoes. cry if I want to. You don't need... I don't if I can't afford a thousand dollar camera, you can't afford a car to blow up. Five hundred dollars no. for some junked out car. No. Five hundred dollars worth of pyrite is one thousand dollars. Well, then I get my That's camera first. That's all I need. Then I get my camera first. 
Okay, we'll get you the deal. Don't, don't shake on it right the fuck now. Get my camera first. I've got $2,000. I can make both of these things happen. Down. Call the ATF on the... Can we call the ATF on no. the podcast? No. <laughs> You're the worst. I'm not. I've got two grand. You haven't even had your brownies yet. What's wrong with you? I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got four beers in me. Okay. Grandiose ideas. I've got $2,000. You just told me that if I could accomplish two $1,000 tasks, I'm not good at math, but I know one in 1,000 or two. It's technically 1,200. For the camera. Okay, well then you're gonna have to pull two hundred out of your ass because we just shook on a two thousand dollar deal and I've got two thousand dollars. Well, I've got two hundred, so I guess we're gonna go buy my camera. car. When we turn off this podcast, we're Fucking gonna go buy my jihad. camera. Aww, don't do that. Don't do that. We're going to jail. You're going um, to jail. I don't. I don't endorse Brett's statements. Ah, uh, fuck it. I, just I don't. I don't, I don't endorse my statements. Don't blow up cars in public places unless you've contacted the ATF and made them very aware that you were going to do it for film purposes and you want to set up all the proper guidelines. There. There's my legal statement. There you go. But if you <laughs> don't give a shit about the ATF, you can hit us up. Uh, at... Nightmareboxproductions at Gmail. <laughs> you can send us a tweet. <laughs> You're going to go to jail um, at Nightmare Box Pro. And if you're out there and you're, you know, hanging out and you're like, dear ATF, um, send us a picture of it. I don't know. If you're, you know, send us your ATF selfies. I fucking no idea where I'm going with this joke. Instagram? Yeah, Um, yeah, that's where you send pictures. At Nightmare Box Productions. Or you can go on over to YouTube.com slash Kristen Pennington and watch all the awesome shit she's been up to. Or you can go to YouTube.com slash Nightmare Box Productions. And you can watch The Dolls. You can watch Happy Birthday. You can watch our new short film that's going to come out at some point. I promise you it's not dying in production hell. We will get it done. mostly done already. We're only like one scene away from having it polished off. It's the most complicated scene, but eh, fuck it. It's the most fun scene, too. Yeah. Did I miss any of them? Uh, The website, again. Which I always forget. And the Facebook. Okay, we'll do those. Uh, (laughs) Facebook.com slash Nightmarebox Productions. You're a jackass. (laughs) And the Nightmarebox.blog. <laughs> and as always, uh, the Madman Diaries is available on Amazon. It's available on Barnes and Noble. Eventually, when PayPal stops being mad at me, you can buy it on PayPal for cheaper. So I'm sorry that that's the way it goes. Or you can just send us an email. I'll send you a copy. We'll figure out payments. Um, that it? Yeah. I love you. I love you. you Happy mad? birthday. Are you mad at me? Furious. Well, <laughs> you're going to go eat some lamb? Yeah, and I'll still make you brownies. Little lamb, little lamb, she had that shit, and I took that shit, and then I ate that shit, and she cried while I pissed on her face. I'm not using you to that. (laughs) You're, no. I'll make it sound like you did. (laughs) Love you, fuckers.